I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Welcome to Thoughts from Harry Head, the podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 154 of Thoughts from Harry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. Today I'm going to talk about the failure of government schools. Well, I am back after a one-episode hiatus, and I will be honest with you, I don't even remember why I missed the last episode. Truth of the matter is, this is the busiest time of year for me, particularly over at the Tenth Amendment Center. We are a month into our state legislative sessions. We call this nullification season, and it's by far the busiest time of year over at the TAC. So I'm generally eyeballs deep in bill reports and uh interacting with state legislators and doing all of the work that comes with the legislative session. And honestly, it's already been a pretty busy session. We've had a lot of bills introduced, which is a good thing, but definitely busy. So I probably missed just because I was doing other stuff. But anyway, I'm here today. And uh, you may also know that I recently published a new book. It's called Constitution Owner's Manual, the real constitution the politicians don't want you to know about. And uh, if you're interested in that book, you can check it out over at constitutionownersmanual.com. And it's exactly what the title implies. It's the owner's manual for the Constitution. I go through various clauses and constitutional principles and explain them through the eyes of the ratifying conventions, which is what people like Thomas Jefferson and James Madison, that's where they said you find the actual meaning of the Constitution. And as I've been uh, promoting the book over the last couple of weeks, I have been reminded at just how abysmally awful government schools actually are. Uh, We should sue our government schools for educational malfeasance because they have not taught us the truth, particularly when it comes to the Constitution and the intended structure of America's governmental system. Uh, Most people understand uh, America's system to be one nation, you know, it's one nation under God, and everything comes from Washington, D.C., and the Supreme Court makes all of the decisions, and we just have to get the right president, and the president can do pretty much anything, and this is exactly 180 degrees opposite of what the Constitution actually created. And, of course, part of the reason that the federal government has so much power is because 
uh, Americans have allowed the federal governments to seize all of this power. And with the federal government effectively controlling education, which is in and of itself unconstitutional, it's no surprise that the federal government pushes this one nation. All things come from Washington, D.C. The federal government is all powerful. Uh, it's no wonder that we all learn that in school. But I see it every day as I promote the book because people comment. And I keep hearing ridiculous things about the Constitution. And one that has come up more than once is this idea that we can't know what the Constitution actually means. It is this living, breathing document that uh, is subject to various forms of interpretation, and it's absolutely impossible for us to ever understand what the original meaning was. It's all up for debate, and there's all of this disagreement, and there's just no way you can know about it, Mike. How can you even presume to write a book called Constitution Owner's Manual? Of course, this is absolutely false. We can know 100% what the Constitution meant, what it says, and how we should understand it, because the guys who ratified it told us. All you have to do is go to the ratifying conventions. In those debates, the people supporting the Constitution told us what all of these clauses mean, what all of these principles were. If we simply read what they said, it becomes very clear what the various clauses of the Constitution actually mean, what the scope of the federal government is actually supposed to be. It is crystal clear. It is not a mystery. But because of government school malfeasance, nobody knows this. And, you know, I was in the same boat until about a decade ago when I started working with the Tenth Amendment Center, and I started actually studying the Constitution. And if you pick up the book, at the end, you'll actually find the Kentucky and Virginia Resolutions of 1798. And I think these two documents do a better job than anything else that I've ever seen of explaining the compact of the United States, how the United States was formed, the sovereignty of the states. It's laid out perfectly. These were written by Thomas Jefferson and James Madison. Everybody should read them, and virtually nobody has. I've said this before. I will never forget when I first started working for the Tenth Amendment Center, Michael Bolden gave me some things to read. And one of the first things on the list were the Kentucky and Virginia Resolutions of 1798. And I will never forget sitting on the couch, reading these documents, thinking, how, had I, how have I never seen these? I've been through college. I took advanced history courses. How is it that I have never read these documents that explain so crystal clear how America is formed and what the powers of the federal government actually are? Written by two of the, the most uh, revered founding fathers. Never read it. That's government school malfeasance. And I encourage you, even if you don't ever pick up my book, Google Kentucky and Virginia Resolutions of 1798 and read them. I will link to them on the show notes page. You can read them there. But anyway, despite what you were taught in school, it is absolutely possible to understand the Constitution. Uh, James Madison told us exactly how we should understand our founding document. He said, I entirely concur in the propriety of resorting to the sense in which the Constitution was accepted and ratified by the nation. In that sense alone, it is the legitimate 
Constitution. And if that be not the guide in expounding it, there can be no security for a consistent and stable more than for a faithful exercise of its powers. If the meaning of the text is sought in the changeable meaning of the words composing it, it is evident that the shape and attributes of the government must partake of the changes to which the words and phrases of all living languages are constantly subject. What a metamorphosis would be produced in the code of law if all its ancient phraseology were to be taken in its modern sense. So that debunks this whole ridiculous living, breathing constitution thing. The constitution is a contract. It has to have a settled meaning. That settled meaning is found in the ratifying conventions, as Madison said. And it also goes to the other side of the coin. You've got people that say, well, all you have to do is read the words. Well, it's not that simple because, you know, words change. It's a legal document. So we need to understand the legal framework within which it's written. It's not complicated. Again, if you read what the supporters of the Constitution said when it was being ratified, most of it becomes very clear. But that's really what I try to do in the book. The book is intended to look at the Constitution through the eyes of the supporters of the Constitution at the time it was ratified, and to put it in the context of the legal framework of the time. And and not only that, I start from the very beginning and talk about the development of the political philosophy uh, as we went through the revolution and into the era of actually forming the Union, and how the conceptions of government changed over that time, how it changed from the British conception of a, uh, a living, breathing, unwritten constitution to the idea of a written constitution is, and why that's important, and how the idea of sovereignty changed. So check out the book, Constitution Owner's Manual. It is the cure for the educational malpractice that your government schools have foisted upon you. Check it out, Constitution Owner's Manual. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas to michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. You can subscribe to the podcast over at iTunes. I appreciate you listening, and I'll talk to you next time.